Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today is Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So become a new super soldier. And oh my god, what? Because today we're bringing you the Falcon and the Winter I'm Soldier. I'm gonna get out of bed and start my day. Cook up a breakfast of bacon and eggs. I won't check my phone till after my coffee. This week's episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I realized totally on accident that I'm drinking from my uh, Captain America cup, and I'm wearing a Captain America shirt. It doesn't feel like an accident. It was an accident, and I'm wearing my Captain America shirt, and I've got Captain America number one back here, but this is the Sam Wilson one. I want to be very clear. This is a Sam Wilson, Steve Rogers Captain America. Yeah, okay. Sure thing, bud. (laughs) Sure thing. Totally. (laughs) This is... Listen. Okay, so this episode is called The Whole World is Watching. It was directed again by Kerry Skoglund. It came out two days ago. Got an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes. What the heck? This is some like... Just happened. I finished watching this episode like six minutes ago. There's some Snyder Cut stuff going on here. No, hold on. Don't give Zack Snyder that credit. But I'm saying it's like, Disney was like, you know what? What if we just like decapitated somebody with spoilers? Decapitated somebody with the shield. They they really saying something in this one. They, you know, the whole time it just keeps getting more and more like, wow, John Walker might actually be the bad guy here like actually be the bad guy and then he turns well, out to be the bad guy well i think we like knew that that was coming i was hoping battlestar wouldn't die i really liked that the was, idea yeah that was jarring yeah so that was um, like oh they're gonna kill a hero here yeah that was jarring um and i get that like people die in these shows all the time these shows and these movies there's like there's a very different sense of when somebody like lamar dies than when like random unnamed super soldier number six dies or vision uh, vision always be dying yeah but, like, they did a really good job of just portraying the absolute, like, senseless killing of Lamar in this episode, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, and I think it goes to show that, like, Lamar should have been the the super soldier, right? If it was going to be one of the two of them. Although he has that moment earlier in the episode where he was like, oh, totally, I would have taken it, man. Anything yeah. for us to... Although he says he would have taken it for Afghanistan so that he could, like, save more people. And John Walker is like, that was the literally the worst day of my life. Yeah. So I'm glad that uh, Disney is just completely being like, hey, um, the United States military are bad guys, almost exclusively. What yeah. they do is war crimes. <laughs> but even still, like, even even if it's not war crimes, even if, like, I think what they're saying is, like, war is awful. War sucks. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. So I, I am a that little That seemed bit like confused. an awfully bootlicky answer right there. I'm not going to lie to you. You backtracked real quick into just, like, I mean, but but the few the proud, right? <laughs> no, not like um, that. I, I'm i not pro-war yeah. by any measure, but I do think Disney is giving themselves like a get yourself out of jail free kind of card here is what I'm saying. I don't think they are because they like focus in on, on Captain America's like black flag on his arm. Yeah, I did think that was something. I was like, oh, like, man. I don't think they're not. They're not. I, mean, I guess they are giving themselves to get out of jail free card, but they're not. I don't think they're looking for it. Honestly, this was brave. Um, This is braver than I ever expected this show to be let me let me i do want to ask you so like overall i really liked this episode i think this was probably my favorite episode so far yeah easy yeah um this is not the same show episode one no no well it hasn't been since episode two right like episode one anthony mackie or falcon had this like buddy who was doing stuff he's just not in the show anymore Torres. yeah yeah like the flag smashers were like doing these uh, big events and there was a ton of them and now there's like three i really think they were like yeah okay so we need to introduce john walker at the end of the episode right but that means we have to have an episode to introduce him at the end of right right it's got to be this like cliffhanger like (laughs) oh (laughs) right like and i do i do think they set us up for the first 
first three episodes to be like, maybe John Walker. You know, maybe like, he's I think not he's, so bad. Like, we, maybe we're just set up to not like him because he's not Steve Rogers. And he's right. But maybe, you know, maybe there's something there. Maybe he'll actually be pretty good. He did win the Medal of Honor. I, I mean, the subtext was there that, like, this dude's obviously bad. Yeah. But, but I think, like, subverting the expectation and making him actually a hero would have been an interesting there. Yeah. Um, and, and then truly, I thought that's. I didn't think that was going to be subverting the narrative. I thought that that was going to be pretty much where they went is like he ends up not being that bad of a guy. But Bucky and Sam don't like him because he does. He's not their dead buddy. Yeah, I do. think. But now he's an actual bad guy. If you go back to episode two, though, there's that scene where uh, like Sebastian or uh, Bucky and Sam get like stopped by the police. Just yeah. for walking in the street. And then later on in the episode, when they get out of like the police station, Captain America runs a siren on a police car that's just sitting there. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you have no idea. Yeah. And then he, he beats a guy to death in broad daylight with the shield. Yeah. After thinking about it. Yeah. He stops and hesitates. Yeah. He has a few moments like that. Yeah. Where he stops and hesitates and then he doubles down. Yeah. And um, it wasn't even if it, like. What's the what's the um, leader of the Flag Smashers? What's her name? Carly Morgenthau. Carly. I keep thinking it's Carrie because the director's name is Carly. Carrie. They write themselves into such a freaking problem with Carly Morgenthau being like, she's just got to kill civilians. Uh... Because she clearly has a valid point. Anthony Mackie agrees with her. Uh, you know, I think there's a certain conversation to be had about refugees during the blip that, like, when things got better, things got worse when things got better again. Right. You know, and, I, like, I think that's such an interesting route to go down. But then it's like, okay, but we also have to make her, like, blow up a building, right? Man, I don't even think... Th- so, so, this is a, a thing that I hate about um, the way cinema works. And maybe uh, Disney has some pull here that they have been able to subvert this. It was pointed out to me this week, though, that Carly Morgenthau does use an iPhone, which means she can't, she's not like legally allowed to be the bad guy. I think Disney has more pull with Apple than Ryan Johnson does. This is... It's not a Ryan Johnson thing, though. I know. He's the one that pointed it out. Right. Um, But I do think uh, it is interesting that they very clearly show in the previous episode Sharon Carter using a janky android the whole time. Do you think she's the the power broker? I mean, yeah. I thought that from the second she said the word power broker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I... I absolutely so think I she is the power broker. I wasn't on last week, but her like hallway scene that they finally gave her, that was cool, right? We're we're in on that. Hallway scene, hallway scene. Well, like, you, you know, you remember Iron Man 2 where they introduce Scarlett Johansson and she has the hallway scene where she like takes out a bunch of baddies. Mm, yes, okay. So she had that same thing on the on the ship. Yeah, yeah, same thing on the ship. I thought that was cool. Um, I thought Zemo was going to... So they were like, we're in Latvia. And I was like, oh, Zemo's going to take the super soldier serum and that's how they're going to do Doctor Doom. Love that. I'm glad they didn't. I, I could not love Helmut Zemo anymore. It's not possible, right? Like he, he literally shoots the girl in this episode. I'm just like, oh, Slay Queen. He's my favorite. <laughs> Every time he does anything, he's my favorite. Like, I know he's a villain, but like... He's such a, a well-written yeah. villain. And he was, he was such... Like, like he was the villain obviously in, in in Civil War. Yeah. But he also like wasn't. You know, like it was so heavily focused on the internal conflict between Tony and Cap that he like really gets sidelined. So I, I really love the character and how they're developing. Oh, him. absolutely. Yeah. Like he, he couldn't he can do no wrong. Yeah. Every time because he, he does he has a scene with the kids, right? Where he like is singing a freaking like minor key nursery rhyme and like sits down and it's just like hmm. 
Turkish delight. Irresistible. Yeah, real white witch stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so well written and so well acted that you just cannot. I'm sitting there like, yes, dude, absolutely. Do whatever. I did, I did think Turkish delight was like a weird flex for them to make this like left field Narnia reference. I mean, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what? Bucky talks about reading The Hobbit when it came out originally. That's true. That's true. Maybe there's more Tolkien and, and Lewis lore than, than we're giving them credit for. Yeah. Or they're, I don't know, trying to show these people at like trying to tie the MCU to the actual world via, you know, like established media. Yeah. Is there any redemption for John Walker here? No, no, there's not. So, so you think he's, he's fully gone. I think this, yeah, the super, the serum is, has done exactly what, uh, Lamar said it was going to do and done exactly what Dr. Erskine said it was going to do. It amplified him. Yeah. Well, and the, and now the only thing that grounded him is gone. Is gone. Yeah. That was a, a, a yeah. I mean, like that was an image at the end of this episode when it, like did the underneath shot of him with the blood on the shield. Oh yeah. That was an image. Like if I did, if, if that was the kind of thing I wanted as my desktop wallpaper, that would be it. But like, I don't want that. No. Yeah. <laughs> that looks awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't think there's a, a redemption for they're, they're going to have to kill him. I, I don't think they'll kill him. I think he's so well acted and so well written that he's going to keep reappearing. I mean, eventually. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know if it's going to be the, we, there's only two episodes left, right? I don't know how this is going to resolve. Um, they got a lot of things up in the air right now. A lot of things. But I think this is going to be a, a multi-season thing, I guess. Either that or it'll, you know, go into the films. Yeah. But like, I, 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 I can't see them closing see... it off the way they closed off WandaVision. Like. Right. I can see the next season being called like Captain America and Zemo and it being Falcon and Zemo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I think they could just come up with a better name at that point. Than the Falcon of the Winter Soldier or than the, Captain, the America, Captain and America and Zemo. Well, maybe he takes, I don't, I don't know what his like villain name is. He's got a mask. So clearly he's somebody. I thought his mask in episode three was the stupidest thing. What a dumb thing to include. One of the things that makes him so great is that like, he's just a guy, like a super evil white guy. I love that. It's cool. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do they not recognize? recognize him when he's in the mask surely they do i mean yeah it's, they, it's like yeah it's the coat it's the fur coat yeah <laughs> i don't think anybody's ever looked cooler in an article of clothing than oh really i kept thinking he needs to put the collar down just a little bit nah nah power moves i'm i'm, I'm on board Ugh. um the, the, the dira milaje in this episode give me more wakanda yes dora milaje give me more wakanda when oh man when the when the girl catches the shield and there's that moment where you're like ah oh, this te i take back the falcon thing that's captain america yeah, right there she's just gonna take it yeah. Well, I thought they would because they. I, I truly thought they'd be like, we made it, it's ours, and they'd just take it yeah, back. Yeah, I definitely thought that was what was going to happen. And then she's like, no, leave it. He's gone. He slipped through a bathtub. Like, whatever. We'll get him eventually. It's fine. They're not we'll, super we'll impressed try. about it. I do think that was an interesting moment with John Walker being like, I lost to like a not even super soldier. Yeah, and that's what pushes him over the edge to actually take the thing. Yeah. So it's Wakanda's uh, fault. No, it's John's fault. What did you think of that scene in Wakanda there at the beginning? I love the Wakanda move of the... I mean, it was fine. That was, it was kind of a weak intro honestly really yeah i thought it was good where they like tested the the power words against him and then he just cries that was so yeah but i mean it was like very much like long how hair we, bucky we don't want to like we don't want to pay to like actually do wakanda so we're just gonna show you like a still frame of the back of the city and be out in the woods somewhere and and not, we're not really gonna put it in there like it's just a tv show it's kind of like we're just gonna like half-ass wakanda for you guys they took his arm off that was wild <laughs> <laughs> like, 
the, the defeated, confused look on his face that just drops off. He's like, I didn't, was not, <laughs> I didn't know they could do that. Not informed that this is a thing that can happen to me. <laughs> I guess that's to like set us up for future situations. I don't know. I do think they make a, a statement here when uh, Carly Morgenthau gets shot that like Steve Rogers never once got shot. Yeah. Carly Morgenthau got shot, and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen to her now. <laughs> she, Oh, she can bleed. Okay. Right. <laughs> we know Steve can bleed. Yeah. But, like, I always got the impression that Steve was relatively bulletproof. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if not Steve, then Bucky. Like, Steve has a big round shield. Maybe he can block all the bullets. Bucky has an arm. He does a pretty good job with that arm, though, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why they got involved in the fight against the Wakandans, honestly. I would have just let them beat up John and Lamar. I think because the Wakandans were going to kill him. Yeah. Okay, your point, well, Lamar question mark. Die. Lamar's a great guy. He's not. Lamar's a better guy than John Walker. But he's not, though, because he just, he's 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 John's enabler, right? Like, he's as much right. as fault as everything. He was in Afghanistan, too. He was just yeah. a guy that didn't get the Medals of Honor. Yeah. I do feel like, man, where did episode one go? It's, it's really starting to bug me. Like, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> we get a little bit of shrimp boat back in this one. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but, okay, we're back, I guess. No, I think, I think they're going to circle back around to it because Sam and Carly obviously have this thing, this connection where where they are like sort of the same. Sam obviously agrees with her to some extent. He just can't move past the like, you know, we're going to kill some of the GRC because they're the people that are doing this. Um, Sam and Carly have a different idea of what innocent looks like. And that's that's sort of the crux there. Yeah. Um, and again, I think that that is just specifically designed to challenge us as Americans um, of like, hey, because she even says the thing when, when she gets to the phone with Sarah and Sarah's like, oh, you're the terrorist. And she's like, that's a revolutionary, depending on how you look at it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's a decent point that like this is a country founded on a revolution that pretty much every other country was like these are terrorists they killed a bunch yeah. of us I mean, they went to a war with us yeah and we lost uh, and then when france went to war for a revolution we were like nah have fun the issue on the table <laughs> when was the last time you listened to hamilton or watched hamilton it's been a minute um i said i listened to hamilton not very long ago, like like a couple weeks. Hmm. But before that, it had been a, a while. I've not seen it since like October, probably. So Zemo, where is Zemo getting money? I understand that he's a baron or whatever. And so he's like, like, I was under he's, the impression that like he had money in the digital sense, but he handed like a 500 pound note to that kid. He's a villain. V villain just He just comes up to now. an ATM and just stares at it angrily <laughs> and it gives him money. Like this <laughs> is still a comic money. book movie at the end of the day. Like right. he has money because he has money. Right. I'm sure he has his cash stocked all over that place. Yes. If he's also, got a stash he... of Turkish delight. Is Turkish delight expensive? I, I don't think so it's it's like hard to make but it's like also, he's got stuff stashed there is what i'm saying like he, he just goes yeah. in and is like oh this is the urn where i keep my turkish delight like his voice what do you think is his accent inconsistent or do i just not know his accent uh yeah the latter i think okay because he's actually german yes like, real life he's german lightning mcqueen <laughs> yes he is i forgot about that <laughs> He's German Lightning Queen. He's uh, the the movie star from uh, Glorious Bastards. Oh, he is. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Daniel I, I never. I like him a lot. I like he's, him a lot. I just watched a movie. Good. I watched a movie with him uh, called Rush the other day. Uh, yeah, him and Chris Hemsworth. Holy Triumvirate. What? No, uh, about uh, Formula One drivers ah. in the sixties. Oh, I, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was uh, absolutely garbage. Yeah, 
I believe it. Hot trash. Terrible, terrible writing to the point where it made him look like a terrible actor and made Chris Hemsworth look like a terrible actor. Chris Hemsworth underrated. I mean, not really. He's Thor, but like he's a good actor is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's a decent enough actor that like the, both of them are that this movie should have been good. And they just like the writing was the script was so bad. There was nothing to work with. The direction was just like they had to have been telling these people to do this job horribly. It was sad because it was going to be a cool movie, like a Ford vs. Ferrari type movie. It was not. It was like not good. To make you appreciate Ford vs. Ferrari that much more. Yes. Yes, it did. Oh, man, that it's is really hard to make these racing movies. That is an exceptional sports movie. It's a good one. No doubt. I like the ending. Well, I, I mean, it made me sad, but you know. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Um, where do we go from here? So you think Sharon Carter is the power broker? There's no way Sharon Carter's the villain. I don't think she's, I, I, that, that's what I think we're going to have to come to grips with, right? Is like Sharon Carter might not be the capital V villain. She might be a lowercase V villain living in her own world over there in Madripoor. I'm so, oh man. I, so I didn't get to watch, or I didn't get to review last week's episode. I was so lukewarm on the whole Madripoor thing. Really? Yeah. Why I is that? Like, nah, I don't know. Like, Wakanda's one thing, because I think it has this, like, legacy and power. And I know Mag Madripoor, like, is a Marvel locale. I just, one of the things that makes Marvel so great and made them so successful early on was that, like, Peter Parker was from Brooklyn. Like, it was real places. And Madripoor is, like, an imagined place and a part of the world I already don't know anything about, you know? Yeah. Uh, we actually talked about it a little bit on the episode last week of how they just, like, invent these countries in order to be racist. Um, yeah. For sure. Um, so, like, if they switch Doctor Doom, which I think they're hinting at Doctor Doom, right? Like, I don't know know who that is or anything about that well dr doom is like the the one of the greatest written villains in all of marvel comics I, so is so i hear i don't know i don't read them uh but he's like the king of latveria and so i think the reason they're in latvia in this episode is to like we're doing this instead so you think helmet zemo is going to be dr doom i think he may be related to because if he's a baron right that's a royal family of sorts i don't know what a baron is the woman who can't have children that's uh spelled differently yeah no i know yeah but i don't know what a baron is like on the feudal system system but um, that's some sort of royalty right um yeah right, yeah uh, or or is it like he's an oil baron and hamlet zemo is like an oil tycoon no because like they don't call they don't they didn't refer to like john d rockefeller as baron von rockefeller <laughs> i'm sure there's a headline somewhere <laughs> I, i'm sure there is but like that wasn't his time yeah so if he if a baron is in charge of a barony which is like a, a packet of feudal land you know? No, I don't know. I don't know what a barony is at all. That's... I've never heard that word in my life. Really? Oh. Yeah. You haven't been thinking aggressively about the royal family like the, the whole world has right now? No, I could not care less about the royal family. <laughs> like, I, I, here's what I'll say on the royal family. <laughs> I watched maybe 10 minutes of the Oprah interview. It's about how much I watched, yeah. Enough to know the if Queen's you, a huge racist. Yeah, if you are not Team Kate Middleton, even if she's lying, mm. this is a better the narrative. The other one, not Kate Middleton. What, what, who, who was on the TV? Meghan Markle. Meghan, if you're not Team Meghan Markle, even if she's making it up, even if she's lying, it's like that's that's who you're supposed to side with here. Yeah, it's like well, the WWE. So, I mean, yeah. Even it's, if it's all made up, you're supposed to cheer for John Cena. So, you know? the thing is, like, I, you know, I, I try not to, to get involved in too many um, conspiracy theories. No? No. You know, like, I don't. I don't, at least don't try to talk about them like publicly. Like I do believe that the earth is round and we went to the moon. Um, I also 100% believe in the existence of Bigfoot uh, and the fact that uh, Queen Elizabeth had Princess Diana murdered. That is a 100% fact in my mind. What about uh, Lindsay Lohan? Oh, Lindsay Lohan absolutely has a dead sister. I don't even know why we're calling that a conspiracy theory anymore. That's not the same kid in the parent trap. It can't be. It can't be. It's the, it like, can't, it's not possible. It's not possible. Maybe if I watch it again, I'll be like, oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's possible. But I don't think it's it not, is. It's, they, they don't look the same. They look like... Because if, if if Disney was actually just making that movie, they would have been like, yeah, it's just they're, they're identical twins and that they're like literally identical, right? Like, But they're not. They look like a set of identical twins. Yeah. Because they are. Because it's it's Lindsay Lohan and, and, and Schlinzy Schlohan. I think her last name would still be Lohan. Well, you know what? <laughs> Lohan Schmohan. Who knows? Um... Anyway, yeah, so he would have been in charge of a theoretical German or Austrian or Bavarian barony, uh, which is just a, you know, a piece of, like, it It all stacks on top of each other. Like, a duke has so many barons, and a prince has so many dukes. And a king has so many princes. Yeah, viscounts and all kinds of stuff. Viceroys. I've seen, hold on, I've seen Bridgerton. Does that mean that Baron Zemo is going to go on a hell of a honey? I have not seen Bridgerton. I know that uh, it's based on a book called, like, The Duke and I or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, that that would imply to me, I believe, that um, some of those people are barons because they would, like, work for the Duke. Mm, I don't know. I have no idea how Bridgerton works. It's like, it's like uh, you know, like, we have a governor, right? Ralph Northam here in Virginia. Um, yeah. We also have a bunch of, like, mayors, right? Right. They are in charge of specific and obviously they're elected officials and not just like bequeathed power by how much well i mean <laughs> they're definitely bequeathed power based on how much money they have um, <laughs> but in a different way than they used to be right. in the 1100s right uh this is not important to helmet zemo's character at all though aside from well, the kind fact of i mean like he's rich he is rich and he has a house in in riga for some reason he's doing so well here tracking down Carly Morgenthau, which I think she should put out like a web show and call it iCarly, but that's on me. That would be very heavy handed. <laughs> because that's, that's if the she problem, was like, though. If she was like, hi, I'm iCarly and this is Sam and this is iCarly. <laughs> and this is Gibby and they just point the camera at Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bucky thinking about? Um, yeah, because like if the Hobbit exists, iCarly exists. That's a one to one. Like <laughs> the Hobbit directly leads to iCarly. It's not even that the Hobbit directly leads to iCarly. It's that like the that like if if you're gonna be like yeah, I read the Hobbit when it came out in 1934. That tells you that you're working with an established set of cultural media that we understand it now. Right, right. Like like iCarly happened before the Battle of New York. It happened before the Avengers. So. Therefore, it exists. It also happened in Seattle, where there's like, you know. Where an Avengers never been, ever. <laughs> right. There's no Avengers in Seattle. It's like, oh, what happened uh, to Seattle? Oh, they got eaten by Godzilla about eight years ago while we were battling <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> it was really unfortunate. <laughs> was it in the news? Absolutely not. No. We do need some, I'm about to say we need some West Coast Avengers, but then. I would, yeah, I would, I would be careful with that sentence. That's a thing. The West Coast Avengers are a yeah. thing. I've read, I've read their comic. I read a recent run of them. Well, like a first issue. And I was like, man, this is good. Maybe that's, that's how they introduced the X-Men. They're just like, yeah, they were on the West Coast the whole time. They were on the West Coast. <laughs> Surfer Wolverine. I'm just yeah. <laughs> it's just surfer versions of every X Men. They had the part. <laughs> surfer Xavier. It took me a second. <laughs> Start thinking about Patrick Stewart on his surfboard with the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're not going to introduce the, uh, the X-Men, though. Like, they had the perfect opportunity and specifically didn't take it and instead made a boner joke. Right, like, that's that's Disney saying, like, okay, the X-Men isn't going to be part of this until we decide it is later because you want we want money from you. Right. But for now, thing. the X-Men is not part of this. We made a boner joke instead. We hired the guy that plays the dead guy in the X-Men. The one with... Bum, 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 bum. What if they did the song, too? What song? Like, if they did Sweet Dreams Are Made of This in WandaVision. Is that a Quicksilver reference? That's a Quicksilver reference. Those movies suck butts very yeah, hard. Yeah, but surely you've scrolled on Facebook and been like, you've seen some video pop of, like, best movie scenes, and it's the Quicksilver scene. Surely you've seen it. I think I assumed that, that, that the Eurythmics were added later on. Oh, no, that's, like, in the movie. Ah, uh, okay. I haven't seen those movies in so long, and I haven't seen most of them. I, You I, know? I watched First Class and was like, this sucks butts. X-Men is one where the timeline is so jumbled, people will be like, you need to watch in this order for it to make sense. Just watch it release order yeah i liked the first ones they weren't good though i don't remember them i revisited them not all that long ago and then like it was one of those problems where like they were good and then there was iron man right so now you go back and you watch the like the electra movie and you're like this sucks this sucks (laughs) so hard um you watch back and watch the amazing spider-man 2 and you're like this this blows chunks man this movie sucks tell me tell me this in the original x-men trilogy is there a scene where wolverine fights like a lady wolverine inside the statue of liberty 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 i don't think so he does fight a bunch of people inside the statue of liberty there was like i remember when i was a kid there was like a lady wolverine who had like nail claws there was yes i don't think it happened in the Statue of Liberty. I think that was a different movie. Okay. He fights Sabretooth inside the Statue of Liberty, I believe. I'm having trouble recalling any of the details of these movies. All I know is when they hop in the Statue of Liberty, I'm like, oh, Ghostbusters. Those movies came out much closer together than than those movies came out to now. Yes. X-Men was like 2000. Yeah. That was like 14 years after Ghostbusters. And 21 years ago. Yeah. But 2007 was still three years ago. Yeah. 1980 was 20 years ago. Yes, absolutely was. Yeah. Somebody said that, like, the way kids today think about the 90s is how we thought about the 60s, and that can't be right. No, I still think about the 60s the same way I thought about the 60s. Right, but you're not a kid today. Right. So, hold on. 1960 was 37 years prior to 1997, right? Yes. 60 plus 37 is 97. Yes, yes. So, that can't possibly be right, because 1997... Seven wasn't or nineteen ninety wasn't thirty seven years ago. Yeah, the the better analog would be like kids today think about the nineties the way we thought about the eighties. Except when we were in the nineties and the early two thousands, no one thought about the eighties. Yeah, now everyone thinks. Now about everyone the 80s. thinks about the eighties. Eighties was like the last era before like proper internet. Right. Yeah, I've made this point before that that our generation's weird because they change the rules on us every five minutes. And like, I still remember recording movies that with the commercials on them onto a VHS tape and then watching them later and like fast forwarding through the commercials on an actual tape. Yeah, they not do that anymore. No, they. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> and kids who the, the the cutoff was at people whose first phone was an iPhone, right? Like that's yeah, that's it. I can't. I, I don't. I, can't I don't care that. about the oh well. You know, Generation Z is you know this year to this. No, if, if your first phone, if you got an iPhone in fifth grade or fourth grade, you are a different generation. Yeah, they, uh, I lived through so many technological revolutions. It happened every six months. My entire life. I'm really curious about, uh, I saw a TikTok not too long ago that was like, if you think Gen Z is bad, wait till like Generation Alpha, which is like the iPad babies. Yeah. I, I also don't think Gen Z is bad. I think Gen Z is truthfully the best of us. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. They do get I really mean they, about stuff for no reason. In a way that could, our generation doesn't. They could, which is why they I could like our generation. Some perspective. <laughs> yeah. But it must be so hard to have perspective when since you were nine years old or ten years old, you could Google anything. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have you didn't grow up in a school where people thought that Google was untrustworthy. Right. Like when you were oh, Google, that's not a real search engine. You need to use dogpile.com. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves.com. <sighs> I just when you're it, when you, know? you you're, when, when your parents to had to teach you how to use a payphone just in case you ever got lost oh my parents so this was real i never had to but my brothers did they my parents taught me how to use a payphone because the movie theater had them yeah and the mall uh, and the mall so like your parents would drop you off at the movie theater at the mall when you were 11 which i can't imagine doing but i think when my child's 11 i'll probably have more perspective on that that was about when our parents started dropping us off at the movie theater yes yeah, so you turned 12 in sixth grade and like start of sixth grade is when you were allowed to go to the movie yeah. theater by yourself yeah because you're in middle school now you can have some responsibility yeah. yeah uh so yeah 11 well and they're gonna drop you off in a at the movie theater in roanoke virginia with approximately 10 people your age Right. And, and you're like, also, and I don't know if our parents did do this, but I would imagine, like, if they drop you off at the movie theater at the mall, they just go to the mall. Like, a movie's not that long. Uh, some of them, yeah. I don't think your parents I, did that. No, almost definitely not. Yeah. I don't think my parents did that. But (laughs) But again, we live in Roanoke, Virginia. I can very easily imagine dropping my kid off at the movie theater and then just going to Barnes & Noble, buying a book, sitting in the cafe and reading it. Yes. You also have a phone. I do. Yeah. So I could just sit there and not read the book. (laughs) You could literally just sit in your car. Yeah. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. and, and, And listen to a book while you're playing Bejeweled. For two hours and 15 minutes which and then my yeah kid and, and then the all car. of a sudden your kids would be knocking on the car like hey um I, and you'd actually be a little bit frustrated you'd be like i was actually yeah really in something i, just I only now. watched nine tiktoks like no <laughs> you didn't <laughs> anyway uh the fact that let's bring it back around to the to the, the main theme of this episode main theme of this episode no, sorry the main uh, theme of this show which is the t- episode of the show we're talking about you know you know what i mean i think they've been making this narrative since the beginning of captain america uh in the mcu in that like steve is the hero america is not yeah but they actually said it this time yeah <laughs> he got blood on the shield yeah they, they fully said it right like they didn't it was n- none of this like dance around you know, oh sokovia accords it's just like nope john walker's a terrorist yeah and they even said even zemo was like steve rogers was the exception yeah. to the super soldier rule and, and 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 I you know the helmet Zemo stomping on the super soldier serum was a big moment. Yeah, right? like even because I think it would even have been the villains think this to, is a bad idea. Yeah, I think it would have been very easy to give Zemo the serum. Like he's got this narrative the whole time of like nobody should have it. I'll take it so I can stop everyone else. Right, and that's just not what happened. No, he just destroyed it. it out. Yeah, yeah. And Carly Morgenthau can bleed. Yeah, she can get shot. The super soldiers can die because one of them got yeah. his freaking head chopped off with the shield. Yeah, the whole world watched. The whole world is watching. Do you think everybody in that crowd is like, my video is going to be the one that goes viral? But like one person actually had the viral video? Um, I think, yeah, that's not really an interesting narrative to chase down. <laughs> but you got all these people, but like one person is actually followed by a proper checkmark account on Twitter. So that like, that's the one that blows up. Right. And like the whole next episode is just him being interviewed by Anderson Cooper. Right. <laughs> you were there. Tell you, us more. Tell us more. You were there when it, when John Walker, Captain America, beat this person to death in the middle of Latvia. What was that like for you? Well, I pulled my phone out and I had to close TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that's how people from Latvia talk. <laughs> well, I pulled my phone out and I had to check TikTok. <laughs> or is it a TikTok that goes viral? Forget Twitter altogether. Oh, yeah. Al- no, almost certainly it would be a TikTok <laughs> yeah. that goes viral. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, you're right. 
<laughs> like what sound did they put on it underneath, that pushed it through TikTok's there's algorithm? Underneath, it's like the, this action is performed by professionals. Do not attempt. <laughs> what sound are they? Is it the like? It's absolutely is, it like is the, the oh no thing, or is it the uh, the uh, curb your enthusiasm music? Because that stays up top. <laughs> Or is that just like, oh, that brother gone? <laughs> say, say you're a terrorist without telling me you're a terrorist. Say, yeah. <laughs> I'll go first. Tell me why you can't trust white men without telling Tell me you. why you can't trust white men. <laughs> John Walker, TikTok sensation. It's just like the, the, the blown out. Thomas the Tank Engine theme. <laughs> it's one of those like recorder covers of September. This is the funniest thing I've ever thought about in my life. This is the best thought experiment, ladies and gentlemen. What is the what TikTok sound? What if you're watching this on YouTube, tell me what TikTok sounds. Oh no, it's made. Sugar Crash. It does the, just the card flip thing. <laughs> Yeah, like he, he turns well. around to look at the camera and it just goes to the. I'm crying. Oh my god! <laughs> Top comment is like Carolyn Dunton being like, "Guess he doesn't have shower onions." Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Stitched by it's Dan Poppenmeyer the- that's just like, wow, this is a pretty unconvincing way to be a supervillain. <laughs> Top comments. It's the white nationalism for me. <laughs> it's the white nationalism. Uh, this is fun. We'll see you next week on The Falcon and the Monday Soldier. If I had a nickel for every time I watched Captain America commit a war crime, <laughs> I'd have two nickels. nickels. Pretty weird it happened twice, though. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>